actually. Hold on one sec. I just got to check my mic. Okay, we're good. What in the hell is going on in Arizona? Plus, could Russ be cooking in another city next season? And Joey B has the Bengals one game away from the AFC Championship? You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, NFL fans, and welcome into a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Erpine, and we're just a few days away from the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And well, Tony, it's uh, it's exciting. The playoffs are exciting, but as always, there are a ton of storylines that we'll be talking about of teams that are still in it and teams that are could be retooling this offseason. No doubt about it. And uh, one of the hot-button issues is uh, should we get rid of the expansion in the playoffs? People have so much right now-ism, man, uh, about yep. the playoffs. It, it drives me absolutely crazy that, okay, just because this year this is the way it worked yep. out, doesn't mean that this, for instance, if New Orleans had made it instead of uh, Philly, the Saints and the Bucks would have been a real good game the other day. Yep. Because they give them a yeah. problem. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. this, 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 this whole, and if the Chargers get in and they go to the Kansas Chargers. City, that's, yep. a, that's a problem. So that's scary. This, yeah. This right nowism kills me when everyone thinks that that's not the, that's not the reason you make these things up as you don't do it for based on what happened today and you do it because it's right or wrong. So it's crazy, man. But yeah, a lot of storylines, uh, one of which is Jalen Hurts performance the other day in, in, in Tampa. And it leads a lot of people to thinking that uh, Philly might need to make a move last night on Twitter. You, you saw Je Daniel Jeremiah tweeted out, okay, who says no, would you trade, three first-round picks and a second-round pick next year to Seattle for Russell Wilson. I said it was too much, and uh, I wasn't I wasn't in on it. Like, everybody else was like, hell no, I wouldn't do it. He's 33 years old. I'm a, I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying that's a lot for a 33-year-old quarterback. It is. No, it, it is a lot, um, and it depends on the vision. That, that's, that's the key because the Rams are a team, right? They don't care about first-round picks. They're going all in. They went all in for this year. We'll see. I don't know if they're physical enough. They better hope they avoid San Francisco because it seems like the 49ers have their number and the Bucs might give it to them this week. But they've gone all in, right? And if you're the Eagles and you decide to go all in, in a division where the Cowboys continue to stub their toe, Washington can't get the quarterback right either, and the Giants are a dumpster fire, I understand it. The what else is what matters for me. Because if you can get Russell Wilson – and put him on a contending roster. And that could mean another trade. That could mean you're going to sign this free agent, this free agent, this free agent. Well, then it might be worth it, right? And so that that's the part of it because Russell Wilson, the player, take age out of it. I think he is worth, you know, I mean, Daniel Jones is a first-round pick, right? You know, a lot of these quarterbacks are first-round picks. And you're like, all right, well, if you give up three of those, one's going to be a bust anyway. Mm -hmm. one's going to be just an okay player. And then maybe one's a pro bowler. Well, Russ is a future hall of famer. So I would, I would do it if I was Philly, but I need to see the rest of the plan. And you know, Howie Roseman would have more to it. There would have to be more to it because if you just trade for Russ, take out Jalen hurts, put in Russell Wilson, that's not enough. You know, it's I like not. Devontae Smith. I, you know, I like some of these weapons, but you need more. 
Yeah, you do. And that's exactly my point. My point is this. Some of these teams, man, just they've just given up on having the ability to draft well and develop those guys. And, and we're going to see two two tails of, of two different teams. Everyone is 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 applauding the, the way the Rams are doing it because the Rams are doing it and they don't care. They're like, hey, we're going for it. This is what we're going to do. We're going to, you know, the hell with those draft picks. We're going to get guys that can play. One reason they can do that is because they do real good in second, third, and fourth round too. Two, two at well aside. They do real, real good with uh, finding guys later on in the draft that can help their team. But the other thing is we're going to look at the Bengals later on. The Bengals did the total opposite. The Bengals used draft picks, and now they're one game away in a very short period of time with a bright future away from possibly playing in the AFC championship game. So I think the biggest thing with all of this is you just have to have the conviction to, to stand by your conviction and whoever you are identify it and know that's who you are and that's what you are and, and decide that if you're going to go in a certain way, you're going to do it and you're going to do it unapologetically, unapologetically and you're going to run for it. Yeah. So the, the, the reason the Bengals work is because they got the quarterback, right? Right. And, you know, it's that first overall pick. You take Joe Burrow, it works out. And, yeah, you're right. They did it through the draft with T. Higgins and obviously Jamar Chase. But they also spent big money on that defense. And, mm-hmm. and so that's the part of it. And they've never done that in franchise history. And we can get into more into them in a second. But that's what I mean. If you're the Eagles, what guys do you need to add this offseason plus Wilson? And it might just be going on a spending spree. And, and I haven't even – the Bengals are still in the playoffs, the team I cover, so it's not like I'm looking at a lot of pending free agents yet. But maybe right. it's sign this guy, this guy, this guy. You trade all these picks for Russell Wilson. You know, I mean, if they if they have Devontae Smith on one side, Allen Robinson on the other, Russell Wilson, they had a couple pieces on defense. You know, they have uh, capable running backs, and you could find another one if they want one, like Dallas Goddard at tight end. You see what I mean? I mean, Eagles fans right now salivating at the idea of that. And so – if you're adding pieces in free agency, you're not pay- giving picks. Yeah, you're giving up money, and that's an asset, cap space. But you have to take that into consideration because you may have to pay more to get Russell, but it might be worth paying that bounty, like the Rams did with Matthew Stafford. And that's the yeah. thing. If Stafford got what, you, what he got in return, I mean, heck, the, the Panthers offered, I think, the eighth overall pick and, and then some last year for Stafford, and they said, no, we're going to trade you to the Rams. And so if he could get that in return, I think Russell Wilson, even though he doesn't look like the old Russell Wilson, I think he is better than uh, than what Matthew Stafford is at this stage. And you just made a point. I, that part of this that scares me is that he doesn't look like the old Russell Wilson. And the guy was joking to me that he ain't looked the same since he was pretending to be in a huddle while he was hurt. Uh, you, you know, you see that at the beginning of the game, he was acting – he was – it ain't been the same since he he was acting like he was in a huddle talking to talking to himself. So, uh, and that's tongue in cheek. But the thing is, is I wonder if he has has if his body's been beaten up. He's not the biggest dude. I mean, he's not small. He's a power sort of a power quarterback. But one of the things is they say, well, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? He he earned his way to the Hall of Fame in Seattle. It doesn't mean he's gonna be a Hall of Fame quarterback for you. And we've mm-hmm. seen that where guys have changed teams late in their career and it just hasn't worked out. So. It'd be very interesting moving forward. I'm not against it, but I just thought the compensation was a little high and a little bit too much. But uh, maybe if he kept the second round pick from 2023 out, I would have said, okay, trade all three picks for him. But having that carry over for two years to me, it's like, 
I'm always thinking like, what if it doesn't work? And now you still got to pay some more for this dude later on. And that's, that's the worst part of it. All right. What we're going to do is going to move forward. We're going to talk about, uh, you mentioned that two other teams and some other scenarios, the Bengals in one year have gone from the seller all the way to possibly the AFC championship game. And, and then I don't know what's going on in Arizona, but it's a hot mess out there. We'll do all of that in just a second here on a Wednesday edition of locked on NFL. First, I have to tell you about Built Bar, the number one protein bar on the planet. And look, you might have heard of them. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you certainly have. Maybe you haven't. Either way, they're covered in 100% chocolate, high in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, perfect for you. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So not only do they taste great, they fit your macros and they're perfect whether you want a midday snack, a post-workout protein punch, or you, know, you just want to try to get a little healthier in 2022. So check them out right now at Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. And we thank you once again for making us your first listen here on Locked On NFL a little, I gotta get, let you know behind the behind the scenes a little bit here. James and I are sick. Okay, <laughs> we 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 are feeling our best. I uh, I'm overcoming COVID nineteen myself. Uh, every time I think it's gone, it comes right back. It feels like, uh, and James isn't feeling well today. So so don't think that we're being melancholy just because we think we're cool or something. We're dropping this content on you while we're trying to get better. Um, somebody who has gotten better in a short period of time is the team that you cover, James. Uh, mm. I love bringing them up whenever I can. Uh, we talk about the bad stuff that goes on with the team that I cover every day here in Jacksonville. But uh, Jaguar fans are some of the fans that want to know, uh, what is the uh, – uh, is this franchise pregnant with possibility that they can end up like you guys a year from now? A year ago, Joe Burrow was a rookie who was out with a bad knee and had severe knee damage to his knee. And the Bengals were headed right back to picking in the top five. Mm-hmm. They're a game away. They're a victory in Tennessee away from being in the AFC championship game. And I know that's an anomaly that that happened. Explain to us what that has been like for you guys, uh, the whirlwind that is, and the likelihood that something like this could happen and how much of a surprise it was. Certainly a surprise, right? Um, Just you look at the team. I mean, they still have flaws. The offensive line's below average. You had questions about Zach Taylor coming into the year, coming into this season. You were wondering if Joe Burrow, uh, was was he going to be the same coming off of that knee injury? And uh, early on, he had some bumps and bruises, I, I would say, an up and down start to the season. But the past six, seven weeks, he might be, and, and statistically, I know he has been, the best quarterback in football. I mean, he's been great. So it starts there, right? You have to get the quarterback right. So in Jacksonville's case, they feel like they have in Trevor Lawrence. I believe they have. Trevor Lawrence, but then you have to to build around him. So Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase. It's why I would say take Jamar Chase. I took a lot of heat for that. Why wouldn't you take Penny Sewell? Because Jamar Chase is a game changer. Well, what, what do they need in Jacksonville? They need to get a game changing wide receiver, and then a second one. Right? The Bengals added T Higgins last year, along with having Tyler Boyd on the roster already. So surround your young quarterback with weapons. Obviously, you want to protect him. Goes without saying. They're going to have to add to the offensive line this season, uh, this offseason. And, and then on defense, they brought in a lot of proven veteran leaders, right? Von Bell, Trey Hendrickson, both went to the playoffs with the Saints. 
They spent big money to get both of those guys. Mike Hilton was in the the Steelers, right, with the Steelers from Pittsburgh, made the playoffs there. That's a great uh, program, great organization to come from. Uh, DJ Reader from the Texans, and not the Texans that we know today, the Texans that were going uh, to the playoffs and making playoff runs alongside J.J. Watt, right? So they added, and they spent big money on defense, and then they added premium players on offense around their young quarterback, and this has been the result. Now, I do think that uh, they have a shot against Tennessee. Uh, I think there's a reason why. If you look at the betonline.ag odds, the, the Titans are favored, but you know, they do have a puncher's chance this week, and it does. It begins and it ends, right? Even though I said all of that stuff, it begins and ends with Joe Burrow. And if you get a guy like that, put the pieces around him, let him go. And, uh, and, and I don't know if Trevor Lawrence is that. I think physically he can do a lot of things like that and, and even more than Burrow. But Burrow's different from a leadership standpoint. It's wild. So he leads the Bengals to their first playoff win in 31 years. And then afterwards, he's like, he like shrugs it off. They're grown men crying in the stands. Like, pe- like yeah. people my age, I'm 30. I never saw the Bengals win a playoff game like in, until the other night. And I was covering it, obviously. And he shrugs it off and says, we expected this. We have to keep going. There's not going to be a celebration like there was when we won the division. We have to, to get ready and focus on next week. So he's a he's built different. I'll say yeah, that. He is. And you know what? I, I, I love nicknames. And I'd hate to give him a nickname that's already taken, but man, is it fitting? We used to call Joe Montana Joe Cool. And if this if that nickname does not fit Burrow, I don't know what it does. Now you can't do a a rewind or a remix of a of a nickname, but that to me describes him. It's like he is totally unflappable, like nothing gets on his nerves. He doesn't get too high when he's supposed to get high, and he doesn't get too low when things aren't going well. And I think that that resonates with the rest of the team. And like the other day, he started off, he threw it to Chase, Chase dropped it. He went right back to him like four yep. or five times in a row. And yep. um, I really do. I, I just love the way they built their team. And I just think it's crazy that in one year, in one year, you guys have gone from picking Joe Burrow number one overall, and then he got hurt. And folks wondered if he was going to be the same. And now he comes back and he's absolutely better. It's amazing that you guys are able to pull that off. And I know Jaguar fans and some other fans around the league, maybe Jets fans and Giants fans are, are sitting there looking at that going. We can probably try at some point to do that same thing. Now, someone who's struggling a little bit is uh, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury and our friends here on the Locked On NFL Network. My man Clancy wants to run. <laughs> Alice Clancy wants to run. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm trying to stop <laughs> from coughing, but I can't help No, it. I got you. Clancy yeah. wants to. <laughs> Clancy wants to send Cliff Kingsbury back to Lubbock somewhere. And uh, let's talk about the mess that was in the game Monday night and and why I think this is a problem. I think I think their window might be – it opened and shut real quick in Arizona. We'll tell you about it here in the third and final segment here on Locked on NFL on Wednesday. But first, I have to tell you about Bet Online, the number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action this year. So if you want to wager on the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, whether – it's the Bengals to pull off the upset against the Titans, or maybe you think Derrick Henry is going to run wild on Cincinnati. Maybe you think the Rams are going to stick it to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers back-to-back times in the same season, or will OBJ drop the ball and the Buccaneers 
reign supreme. There are so many awesome matchups this week, and you can wager on all of them right now at betonline.ag. And when you're there, make sure you use a promo code locked on. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code locked on. It is that simple. It's free to sign up. Make that first deposit at betonline.ag. And when you do, use that promo code locked on to get free money. You can wager on anything you want from football, of course, the NBA, and so much more. UFC boxing, BetOnline has you covered. Again, promo code locked on. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. You start here every day with us here, making us your first listen on Locked On NFL, Locked On Bengals, Locked On Jaguars. Your second listen should be. The Locked On Bets podcast by hosted by your boy Q and Lee Sterling. They give it to you, man. If you want to make your wagers, make sure you get all the pertinent information. Find out who's going to play, who's not going to play. Find out uh, what the actual play is. And you can do that by listening and subscribing to the Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and analyst Lee Sterling. All right, man. So Arizona. Started out hot this year when we did our power poll every single week. There was actually some spirited debate because they had the best record in the league and there were people who mm-hmm. still did not want to put them up up top. And yep. I was one of the people that said, nope, I'm going to put them up top because they, they win in all of the games. They have a bunch of names that you know, Hall of Fame names, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, possibly A.J. Green. Um, Kyler Murray is the guy that every time you turn around, they're comparing him to Lamar Jackson saying that people that thought he was better and you got all of these names and James Conner was a good story. And then all of a sudden, at some point during the year, they got, they were totally inconsistent. They were totally, you didn't know who you were getting every week. One week, it looked like the bad news bears. The next week, it looked like the the Patriots. And all of a sudden now they got Molly Wapped Monday in a game, in a playoff game against uh, the Rams. You second guessing everything now. I am, and I and I think Kyler Murray's regressed. I I think Cliff Kingsbury has shown that uh, he's more like the Cliff Kingsbury who coached in college than he is the guy who was winning a bunch of games this year. And all of that stuff that you know people have said, Alex Clancy and other people have said about Arizona, it came true the other night, and I think they're in trouble as a franchise. I th- I think I agree with you, and the reason. They tried to almost skip a step and they were aggressive, but they were aggressive with like AJ Green, JJ Watt, both guys on the back end. And, you know, I love AJ Green, right? Covered him here in Cincinnati. I watched him last year. And and while he averaged 15.7 yards per catch, he's still, he's not the old AJ Green. No, right. Nothing close to that. And and the other thing, when I was watching the game on, uh, on Monday night, I kept thinking, man, do wide receivers matter? Wide receivers are more valuable now than ever. You, you, it, like, dead-ass serious. Like, I get it. Offensive line matters, and, you know, you need to run the ball and get after the pass and all that stuff. But, by God, I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. is making plays. Cooper Cup, uh, you know, wins the triple crown, and, and they're highlighting that on the broadcast. And it's like, if you don't have elite receivers, then you just you're not going to really have a shot. So DeAndre Hopkins goes down, and what happens? That Cardinals team can't function – and I don't even think it's like prime DeAndre Hopkins anymore. I think he's still really great, but like I think he's probably peaked. Yep. I don't think we're going to get a two thousand yard DeAndre Hopkins season next year. Nope. And so, 
that that's the part of it, man, is is I think wide receivers matter a ton. You're right, Cliff Kingsbury. I, I don't really buy him. I do buy Kyler Murray still. I do. People want to make you know, everyone makes these short jokes on social media. Who was he throwing to? Who the hell was getting separation? Right. Zach Ertz was probably his best weapon on uh, on Monday night. But to your point, big picture, it's tough. It's it tough. You, you you better go get receivers now. You better find a way to get weapons. And not these little – like I like Rondell Moore. What is he, though? What What is he really in the NFL? Little right. gadget guy? Like, no, no, no. I mean, you. we talked about the Bengals a second ago. Like – Jamar Chase isn't a gadget guy. No. And that's what that was my argument uh way back in April, last April, you know, before the draft when the Bengals picked Chase fifth overall. I was like, you're not getting a Jamar Chase in round two. You can find offensive line later. Jamar Chase is different. I think the Arizona Cardinals need to find a different, you know, different style, di- difference maker on offense because right now it's just like James Conner, yeah, he's good. AJ Green, okay. DeAndre Hopkins, okay. Like, it's just a lot of okay. Yeah. And that's not good enough in today's NFL. It's not. So there's pressure to see if they're going to keep Steve Kime and if they're going to move forward. The problem is sometimes is when you win enough, uh, and especially when expectations aren't heightened, they, they've been lowered in that franchise for a long time. Sometimes, you know, you start hearing people say, well, who are you going to get this better? And I, I can't stand that, by the way. They do that a lot in college. Well, who are you going to get this better? Uh, it doesn't matter. If you know you can't win with the guy you have now, sometimes you have to move on. So it'll be interesting to see if they're going to be able to do that. Man, it's been fun here. You know, hopefully next week we'll be feeling a little bit better. Hopefully when we talk to you next week, you guys are uh, advancing and you're going to be continuing to move on and forward but i'm really really looking forward to the games this weekend the quarterback play the chess matches between the coaches and the defense the game in tampa i mean you you want to talk about uh, superstars and uh, legendary players it's going to be full of them so that's going to be an awful lot of fun i'm looking forward to you guys game as well all of them all of these games that are left by the way we can go ahead and, and bury the cowboys now uh if there was a if there was a way that that game should have ended. That was it. They're going to make a valiant comeback and then they're going to sit there and, and we, we go ahead and do it just like everybody else. That They are the microcosm of everything we've talked about them all year. And it happened mm-hmm. right, right in your face. It happened. You and I have been going back and forth about them all season. And I knew they had the, the gumption to try to come back, but they also – silly like that and you knew yeah. they were going to screw it up so uh it happened and uh it, i wouldn't take that script any any other way to describe the conversations you and i have had all year about those cowboys uh until next week man it's james rapine and tony wiggins here locked on nfl you guys keep taking care of each other and hopefully like i say uh, i'll be back to 100 next week until then take care <laughs>